You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 90. That's crazy. Episode 90 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I am your host, Shauna Smith, and I'm super excited about today because today is a specialty growing episode. And you know, I love my specialty growing episodes. We are going to be talking about how to grow peanuts. If you have never thought about growing peanuts, you should start thinking about it now because they're a lot of fun to grow. They're really, really weird to grow. We're going to talk about their growth habit, what kind of space you need to grow them, because there are a few tricky things that they do that you need to make sure you have space for. All that good stuff in today's episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. So learning how to grow peanuts is kind of right up there with growing your own sweet potato slips on the weirdness scale to me. Peanuts grow like nothing I've ever seen before. The way they grow is just kind of crazy. And if you haven't tried growing them yet, I'm betting you've never seen anything like it either. But honestly, nothing will make you feel more like a backyard farmer than trying to grow your own peanuts. Most of us learned growing up that peanuts grow underground, and and they do. And I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but the idea that they grew underground, like a tuber or like a carrot, stayed with me until, like, I honestly, I tried to grow them for the first time a few years ago. And it's so funny that I thought that because I literally couldn't think of any other way for them to grow underground. In other words, I was way older (laughs) than you should be to finally think to yourself, why on earth did I ever think a legume would grow like a root vegetable? Because that's what peanuts are. They are a legume, so they're related to peas and beans. So even though we think of them as nuts, they are a legume. So we'll get to exactly how they grow and why I was totally wrong about it. But this episode is a guide on like how to grow peanuts. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start by talking about the kind of space you need to grow peanuts. Because this is actually something that the first time I tried to grow them, I made a mistake with. And you may or very well too. So let's get this out of the way so that you can avoid it altogether. The first thing that you need to know is that peanuts really aren't meant for growing in a raised bed. That's not to say it's impossible. You can grow peanuts in a raised bed. It's just that if you do, one, they're going to take up a lot of space, and two, you're going to need to grow them in the very center of the raised bed. And we'll get to, you know, why that is when we start to talk about how they grow again later in this episode. But just know that a raised bed is is not going to be, you know, kind of the best environment for them. It's really better for them to grow in the ground. So if you're somebody who has clay soil, 
or maybe even sandy soil. This is kind of bad news for you. Doesn't mean you can't still try it. You can definitely still try it. It's just you're going to have to amend your soil. You know, if you have clay-based soil, you're going to have to add a whole lot of organic matter. You're going to have to add things like sand that help sort of break up that stodgy clay soil because peanuts are going to have a really hard time developing in really thick soil. Likewise, with sandy soil, you're going to want to add a whole lot of organic matter. You're going to want to add a whole bunch of things that help your soil retain moisture because if you don't, peanuts have a pretty shallow root system and they can dry out fairly quickly um, because sandy soil does have a tendency to drain of its moisture and, and just lose moisture very quickly. So I want to get that right out of the gate. The best soil to grow your peanuts in is going to be loose, loamy, friable soil. If you have that naturally in your backyard, you are blessed, my friend. And you're going to want to grow them in the ground, not in a raised bed. So with that out of the way, let's talk about how you actually grow them. If you order seed peanuts from a seed company, and you should, commercially sold peanuts are, I don't want to put any misinformation out there. I don't know 100% if grocery stores ever sell raw peanuts. They might, and you you know what, if you can find them, you can always try growing them, see if they grow. But just like most things that you buy at the grocery store, if you try to grow it at home, you might have less than stellar results than if you, say, ordered seed peanuts from a seed company. I have ordered seed peanuts from Baker Creek Seeds, which is one of my go-tos for organic and heirloom vegetable seeds. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if another one of my go-tos, Johnny Selected Seeds, doesn't have a, a small selection of peanut seeds. So check them out as well. When they arrive, they will most likely arrive still in their shells. And for some reason, when I first planted them, I found this really funny. They look like peanuts you would see in paper bags at baseball games or in bowls at a bar that you shell. So the first thing you have to do is shell them. And I found this to be a little challenging, actually. The roasting process makes the shells brittle and easy to crack open. Raw peanut shells are more flexible. They have a texture inside that's almost kind of like foamy, like packing peanuts. They require a little bit more picking and twisting and prying to get open without damaging the, the seeds inside. So when you shell them, you know, just definitely be careful not to not to damage the seeds. And once you get the seeds out, you can toss the peanut shells in the compost. They qualify as a brown material. So in our compost, we need the right ratios of quote unquote green and brown materials, you know, so the things that are nitrogen rich and then the things that are carbon rich to kind of balance things out so the, the, the pile doesn't get too dry or too soupy and a whole bunch of gross bacteria starts growing. Peanut shells qualify as a quote-unquote brown material that kind of helps dry out and balance out your compost. But you can just throw them in the bed, too, in, in the planting bed, too. They will slowly break down in the planting bed very, you know, slowly, but they will still organic material. So once you have your shell, your seeds shelled, next thing you want to do is dig a shallow trench, otherwise known as a furrow. And you're going to want to dig them about 8 to 10 inches apart. 
because you want to make sure that your peanut plants have room to grow. So the peanut plant itself, I would say, is going to be about 12 to 18 inches. And by making the furrows 8 to 10 inches apart, you're giving them about 16 to 20 inches you know, of growing room. So if you make them 8 inches apart, they may be overlapping a little, but that's not the worst thing in the world. The furrow itself should be about two inches deep, and this is a bit deeper than you would plant most things, but that's okay because like all legumes, those seeds are pretty big compared to most seeds that you would plant, and the bigger the seed, the deeper it needs to be planted so that animals, birds, you know, don't dig them up. Plus, peanut sprouts are strong, and they, they can make it. They can deal. So the furrow needs to be two inches deep. The furrows need to be eight to 10 inches apart. And then as you're planting seeds in the furrow, the seeds themselves need to be about eight inches apart. So they spread out widthwise in all different directions, you know, so you want to make sure that you're not planting them too close together in that furrow, in addition to making sure the furrows aren't too close together. Like I said, if you're planting peanuts in a raised bed, you'll want to only plant them in the middle and leave about 10 inches of space to the edge of the bed. And and we'll talk about why. This means they're going to take up a lot of space if you are planting them in a raised bed. So after you get them, you know, sown in the furrow, cover the seeds with soil and water them in. Then cover lightly with straw mulch, some kind of light mulch to keep the soil from drying out. This is really important because as I've said in previous episodes, if you wet a seed, you soak a seed, it kind of flips on that germination switch. And if the soil dries out, the seed dries out after that germination switch has been flipped, it will die. So we want to make sure the soil doesn't dry out and covering the soil, those rows, you know, those furrows after we've covered them with soil, watered them in, covering them with mulch just keeps the soil from drying out. You'll want to keep the soil evenly moist for the next several days. But you know what? Peanuts, again, like all legumes, sprout fairly quickly. Mine were up typically when I grew them in just three to four days. But after that, they're kind of a slow growing crop. So after, you know, they sprout, water, keep watering. So you'll sow them in April or May, which is why this episode is airing right now. The soil needs to kind of get up to a temperature where, you know what, legumes will sprout in cooler soil, but they don't like to sprout in really cold soil. April for my zone, May, zones five or even four, um, May is probably going to be more likely when you sow your peanuts. I would say sow them around the same time that you would sow your things like your carrots. Peas can be sown a little bit earlier in the season, so I wouldn't say sow them the same time you sow your peas. Wait until the soil heats up a little bit more. You have to start them early though because you don't harvest peanuts until around the first frost. For my USDA hardiness zone, zone 6, technically zone 6A, that is usually around mid-October or later. So if I'm planting in April and I'm harvesting in mid-October, 
That is 150 days. In comparison, most plants are ready to be harvested. Most fruit is ready to be harvested starting in 90 days. So peanuts are slow growers. You're going to have to have patience. Patience definitely pays off here. Make sure that the plants get enough water through the hottest parts of the summer. Mine, in my experience, peanuts seem to be pretty tolerant. They deal with with hot, hot weather a lot better than, say, peas themselves. You know how peas, you plant them in the spring, and then once temperatures start to get reliably above 85, 90 degrees, the plants really start to wither and look kind of sad, and that's how you know that they're done for the year. Peanut plants, as long as you're giving them at least an inch of water per week, maybe more like two inches of water per week if it starts to get really, really hot out, like 100 degrees Fahrenheit or above, they'll they'll soldier on through just fine. And you should start to see little yellow flowers developing right next to the stem, off of the stem, honestly, about 90 days after you planted them, they will start to flower. The next thing that's going to happen and don't panic when it does. So about 120 days after you planted them, they're going to start to flop over. For me in zone 6, again, I'm in zone 6A, this started happening around the end of August. And again, don't freak out because they're not dying. You don't need to stake them. You want them to flop over. If you look closely, you'll see that the little yellow flowers next to the stem fall away and they leave a purple shoot that grows down toward the earth. Like they're putting little tent pegs down into the earth. It's really pretty cool. I have a bunch of pictures in the sister post for this episode. Some of them are are kind of cautionary tale pictures. They're from when I made the mistake of growing them in my raised beds at the edges of the raised beds. And there were a lot of them that didn't have anywhere for those shoots to to grow into the soil because they were hanging over the edge when they fell over. And that's one of the most important things to note when it comes to learning how to grow peanuts and how they grow. The plants need to fall over so that the shoots can make it into the soil. If they're growing around the perimeter of a raised bed, they're going to flop over the side of the raised bed and those shoots won't have anywhere to go. The peanuts will develop underground at the end of the shoots. So if you make the mistake of planting your peanuts all the way up to the edge of your your raised bed, like I did the first time around, you may find that those plants aren't able to develop many peanuts or any peanuts at all because they're unable to find soil when they flop over, just empty air, like, you know, womp womp. So as the stems fall over, Try to make sure that soil is easily accessible to the shoots. If you if you need to, and I've done this, you can use those garden stakes, those metal garden stakes. Be careful. You know, you don't want to like pound them so hard into the soil that you end up severing the stem, but you can use those metal garden stakes to kind of keep the, the stem down on the ground, guide those shoots where they need to go. So you've seen yellow flowers. You've seen the purple shoots. You've seen the plants flop over. Don't worry when plants start to wither and go brown. Like potatoes. If you've grown potatoes, and the first time you grew potatoes, and the potatoes started to wither and go brown, you probably freaked out. You didn't need to because that's a sign that the plants are nearing harvest time. It's the same thing with peanuts. 
when the peanut plants start to wither and go brown, this is a sign that the plants are, are pretty much ready to harvest. Mine started doing this in September, but they did it very sporadically. So each plant would be different. One plant would be totally brown and shedding leaves, and the next to it would be bright green. I honestly leave them be until the first frost, all of them, unless the start of fall looks like it's going to be really soggy. If you have a very wet beginning of fall, so lots and lots of rain, one day of rain is fine, but five straight days of rain is not good because extended periods of overly moist soil can cause the mature peanuts to rot in the ground. So starting in September, or, you know, whenever your peanuts in your zone start to go brown, start to wither and, and grow brown, start pulling them up out of the ground if it starts to rain a lot. Otherwise, if conditions stay dry, you can leave them be until the first frost. You don't have to. You can pull those plants as they grow brown and just have a few plants here and there, a steadily growing, you know, number of peanut plants collected wherever it is that you do your curing and your drying of your vegetables that you pull out of your garden. That's totally fine. But once they they start to wither, watch your weather forecast. If it's going to look really rainy and most of them have started to wither, uh, then go ahead and, and just pull them all up and call it harvest time for all of them. Better to save them all from rotting than miss out on a few, you know, bigger pods. Because if the plants are still green, that's all that's going to happen is the peanut pods are going to get a little bit bigger. So don't feel bad about pulling them up out of the ground. If it looks like it's going to rain a whole bunch, that's just, it's better than having no peanuts at all. When it comes to how to harvest peanuts, take a garden spade and gently dig up the soil around each plant so that you can kind of like loosen the soil up a little bit and then pull the plant up by kind of like wrap your, your hands around like the, the clump of stems at the base and try to pull it up as close to the base as you can, like you like you would pull a weed, basically. You should see the peanut pods dangling by the shoots when you pull up the plant. Gently shake off any big clumps of dirt and lay the plant aside. You don't have to, you know, get your, your dust brush out and, you know, wipe all of the, of the dirt off. It's not that big of a deal. Just shake off any big clumps of dirt so that they end up back in your garden bed. Once you have all the peanuts, peanut plants pulled up, you'll need to hang them up to dry. Peanut pods need at least three weeks to dry out before roasting, and four weeks, honestly, is even better. Hang them somewhere warm and dry with good air circulation on the plant, like leave them on the plant, on their, on their shoots, on the plant. Hang them up for about two weeks. After they've been drying on the plant for two weeks, Remove the pods from their shoots, brush any remaining dirt off of them, and lay them out in a single layer in the same environment, so warm, dry, with good air circulation, for another week, and like I said, two is even better. I have a piece of screen 
that I have framed in with wood. So it's kind of like you could sift things with it if you wanted to. That's what I place my peanuts on after I have taken them off of the plant. I put them on that screen just so that they have air circulation from all sides, including the bottom, and they're much, much less likely to rot that way. After you have taken them off the plant and let them dry for another week or two, you can roast them or boil them for eating. I know boiled peanuts is a thing. I myself have never eaten be boiled peanuts, but I know that's a big thing in the south of the U.S. I prefer my peanuts roasted. You just kind of toss the shells in a little bit of olive oil and salt. You can also shell them and then toss them in a little bit of olive oil and salt. Either way, make sure that you're roasting them at a pretty low temperature. I do 275-ish Fahrenheit, that is. It just makes sure that the nuts don't burn. You can even go lower than that. They do have to stay in the oven for a little bit longer, but better for them to stay in the oven a little bit longer and make sure that they're nicely roasted than burnt and bitter and, and inedible. And that would just be the saddest thing ever to, to grow a crop of peanuts and then you end up burning them in the oven as they roast. So if you're putting them in the oven and you're worried that you're going to be a little bit distracted, you know, go even lower than 275 degrees Fahrenheit. Go more like 200. Um, you don't have to keep such a close eye on them. But before you roast them, don't forget to set aside some dried raw pods for next year's crop first. Make sure you put them in a clean, dry, you know, container or envelope. Like I've said before, I use coin envelopes for my seeds that I collect from my garden and save them for next year because you definitely can plant, you know, save seeds and grow from the seed that you've saved next year. You technically, if you don't want to, don't ever have to buy peanut seed again unless you have purchased a hybrid peanut seed that won't breed true if you if you plant the seeds you saved next year. Uh, if you don't know about that, go back and listen to my episode on the difference between heirloom and hybrid seeds, and that will explain why it's not a good idea to save hybrid seed and plant it out next year. That is everything there is to know about growing peanuts. Or at least that's everything I know about growing peanuts. And if you're trying it for the first year, I really want to see. So be sure to tag me on Instagram with at B and Basil. I would love to see your progress. There are, like I said, there are pictures of the process on the sister post for this episode at bandbasil.com, which you can access the link to in the show notes. In the next episode, I'm going to be covering how to grow eggplant, and I'm going to be talking about three ideas for what to do with it. So one, eggplant can be kind of picky. It can be kind of a diva to grow in the garden. Um, I'm going to be explaining why, and I'm going to be giving you tips on how to overcome its kind of picky nature in the garden. And then I'm going to be giving you three recipe ideas for what to do with it once it starts to come in in August and September, which I know is a ways away, but I didn't want to do like a whole episode that, you know, is just revolved around three things to do with eggplant in August or September. So we're going to be covering that in the next episode next week. Until then, 
Thank you so very much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.